going to make today to share the word of God with us. And I want to bless our Heavenly Father once again for the grace of God over the life of our pastor and for giving me this chance to share the word of God with you. Although the first day when this was mentioned to me, the same day as uh, Brother Brother O'K, where the first response was, ah, pastor, let uh, Minister Mary and Brother O'K continue with this. You know they have been doing it long ago. Then I said, pastor said, well, everything has a beginning, that they started somewhere. Well, I don't have any other thing to say than just to take it uh, upon myself and prepare for it. Thank God I am here today. So praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, everlasting King of glory, we bless your holy name once again. We thank you for bringing us into your presence today, Lord Jehovah, to hear your word. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ as the word of God will be coming out to us today. It's well said, the entrance of the word of God. Giveth light and giveth understanding to the simple. I pray by the power of the Most High God that we shall have understanding from the word of God today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray today in the name of Jesus Christ that God Almighty Father in his world will visit us today and we have our life transformed in Jesus' name. My Lord and my Father, I am committing myself as your vessel today unto your hand. All the faculties of my body I commit unto your hand, Jehovah, take control in the name of Jesus Christ. The strength, the wisdom, the knowledge, Father Lord Jesus Christ, to share your word, may the Lord give unto me. I pray for all the brethren, may they be receptive to the word of God today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. My brethren in the Lord, there is a song that I like so much. And when I was thinking of what to preach on, I heard this song again. That song, we are not going to sing it, although it was sung by Bill Withers. I don't know whether we, maybe we all know Bill Withers. Uh, I will just read out the lyrics. It says, sometimes in our life, we all have pain. Sometimes in our life, we all have sorrow. But it says something that if you are wise, we know that there is always tomorrow. He said, lean on me. Lean on me. If you are not strong, I will be your friend and I will help you carry on. That is the lyrics of that song. But when I look at it very well, I say, well, this is a secular song, but it makes a lot of sense to me. As Christian, it's like he's telling us, you scratch my back and I scratch your back. You look after this person and he looks after another person. And that should be the character. That should be the behaviors of Christians as we are serving God. And that is how it should be. But there is an area that I want to question, and that is the area I want to preach on today. It says, lean on me. I know we all have friends. It is good to trust one another. But when it comes to leaning on human being, when it comes to trusting human being, there is a next thing to which you can go when it comes to that. Even the word of God says, cease from trusting man whose breath is in his nursery. The breath of the person is in his nursery. What the Bible is trying to say is that there is no person that can keep himself alive by his own will. You can only be kept alive by the breath of the Lord. Because if that breath is taken away, 
the person is dead. So, brethren in the law, the only person we can rely upon is God. The only person we can trust is God. So, the title of the word of God today is Keep Your Gaze Upon the Lord. Keep your gaze upon the Lord. And in this uh, word of God today, brethren in the Lord, we are going to examine about two or three different people uh, in the Bible. And as we are going on this, as we are going further, I would like each and every one of us to examine our life. Let us examine our life critically. Let us see the pathway or let us see the path that we are following. Let us see among these three people, who are we taking after? We need to examine our life. There is no way, at least each and every one of us, will be able to say, oh, this is where I am. This is the area I need to improve upon. And indeed, the first one we are going to look at, we will see this in the book of Acts, chapter 3. The book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 3. I will just quickly read it, maybe from verse 1 to verse one to verse 5. One day Peter and John were going up to the temple. At the time of prayer, at 3 in the afternoon. Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. Brethren in the Lord, there is something that I want to point to in the passage that we have just read. It is very surprising that somebody in this type of condition, he has got a need in his life. But there is something that I noticed is that when he was taken into the temple, they dropped him at the gate. He was going to the gate for a specific purpose, not for the purpose of serving God. He was going there for his own physical gain. He was going there to ask for arms. He was going there to beg for silver or to beg for gold, expecting that people would give unto him. But we thank God for the life of Paul, I mean, for the life of Peter, and John on that very day. Because they were serving God, they were going into the temple genuinely to seek the face of God. But this man was going there for the purpose of begging for arms. Even to the point that when Peter said, look at us, although he paid attention at that particular time, but he said, sliver and go have I none. But sought as I have, I will give unto you, say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. But the funniest part of it is that it was not even making effort. It was not even making effort. Because the attention, the mind, and soul has been conditioned, it was expecting 
what you will collect from them. But you will see the man of God reached out quickly, held him, and lifted him up. And immediately, the bone, the ankle, the knee gained strength, and he was able to walk. My brethren in the Lord today, there's one question I would like to ask us. Individually, we'll be answering this question. Why are we serving God? Why are we coming into the sanctuary of God? Why are we coming into this temple to serve God? There will be some questions on it. Let's be answering this question as the question is coming out to us. Are we serving God for physical gain? Is that the purpose of coming into the presence of God? Are we serving God because of that challenge in our life? Are we serving God because we are looking for employment? Are we serving God because of that? We, we, we know as people come into the presence of God, they have diverse names. Are we really serving God because of this? I would like to inform us today, if this is the only reason we are coming into the presence of God, it's not yet complete. All we need to do is to keep our gaze upon the Lord. All we need to do is to focus upon the Lord. I am not saying all those things that we have mentioned, they are not good to seek as we are coming to the presence of God. I am not saying they are not good to ask for whereas we are serving God. They are good, but what I'm saying, the most important thing is to focus upon the Lord the most important thing is to keep your gaze upon the Lord. If you are doing this, all other things that you may be asking for, it is very easy for God to do. Because there is nothing impossible in the sight of God. Even when you look at the Bible critically, when you look at it well, it even says, in the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, it says, Ask, and you shall be given. Seek, you shall find not, and it shall be opened unto you. But there is something we need to ask ourselves here. There is something we need to ask ourselves. What we need to ask ourselves, what does the Bible want us to ask God? What does the Bible tell us to seek? This is the area we need to examine very well as we are serving God. I know we may be coming into the presence of God because of what we need in our life. We may be coming to the presence of God, maybe because of health challenge. You want healing from the Lord God Almighty Father. This is nothing in the presence of God. It is what God can do in a second if we serve our Heavenly Father faithfully. But what does God want us to ask? What does God want us to seek? Let us go into the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. We will see exactly what God wants us to seek. The word of God says, seek. Can we see? Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. This is what God Almighty Father wants us to ask. This is what he wants us to seek as we come into the presence of God. He wants us to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And there is a promise there. Because the first one, when you look at it critically, it is a predeterminant factor. For the other. He says, and all these things will be given to you. Consider if the prerequisite is not met, how will you achieve the other? So we have to seek the kingdom of God first and the righteousness. Then after that, 
All other things shall be added. But now another question that can be generated from this. Then how do we seek the kingdom of God? And how do we see the kingdom of God and the righteousness of God? Before we answer this, we want to look at the other type of people. We have considered the lame man at the beautiful gate. We want to look at the life of Paul and Silas. This shall be found in the book of... Uh, this can be found in the book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 16. Paul and Sila, they believe so well in God, we see them, they minister from one region to the other. They minister the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ from one region to the other. We will see that the focus, all their focus was upon the Lord. All their gaze was upon the Lord. And this is what is expected of you and me to do. To rely solely on the Lord. We need to rely upon the Lord. They rely so much on the Lord. And at the time when they were going from one region to another, the Bible confirmed that there was a young lady following them all about. We thank God that even the spirit that he or she has got, the spirit of divination, was able to identify that they are followers of Jesus Christ. But it got to a stage Paul got annoyed or was grieved in his soul. And he commanded that spirit of divination out of her. But because of our master was using him as a means of livelihood, getting a lot of money through her, then what did they do? They made sure that they, appreh they apprehended Paul and Sila and they made sure they imprisoned them. What have they done? They haven't done something bad. They haven't done anything wrong. But brother and my sister in the house of God today, let us consider one thing. That's by the fact that they are doing the work of God. When you read this verse very well, the word of God says, but at midnight, at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing. We need to ask ourselves, why are they praying and singing again? I think it's just only because of this person they were apprehended and imprisoned. And they continue doing this in the prison. But today, brethren in the Lord, let me tell you, our pastor may preach maybe a word of God today. And as we are sitting down, that word can touch somebody. And sometimes you may say, oh, ah, pastor must be addressing me in the word of God today. We have seen many people like that. Because of that, they will just decide they will leave the presence of God. But consider these people, because they have their gaze upon the Lord. They never did that. That's why the fact that they were being punished. They were being tormented because of God. Yet, the Bible confirmed that they continue praying. And they continue singing. Even in the prison. Even today, there can be a kind of misunderstanding between a couple at home. And when the time comes for prayer, maybe the husband calls the wife or the wife calls the husband. Oh, just leave me alone. I'm still upset. I can't pray now because I'm, I'm annoyed. I can't pray now. This is not the time to pray because they haven't got God the way they should have God in their life. Even if there is anything that happened at that time because you are serving God, because we believe in God wholeheartedly, 
all we need to do is to lay whatever happened aside and focus upon the Lord. Because the Lord is the only person who can save us in anything that we may be going through. Look at Paul and Silas. Despite the fact that they were in prison, they never entertained any fear. Nothing I fear. They never entertained any fear. They put them in the prison. And yet, the Bible confirmed, even midnight hour, despite the fact that they have been ministering from one region to another, they have been beaten already. Then, 12 o'clock again, they started praying. They started singing. To the extent, they were not doing it silently. The Bible confirmed that all other prisoners, they were hearing them. They were hearing them praising God. Brethren in the Lord, if anyone, somebody lay a hand upon you today because you are serving God, I am telling you, out of ten people, by tomorrow if they ask you again, are you still in the Lord? I am telling you, many people will renounce God. Many people will renounce God. And that is why we need to check ourselves. We need to have that determination. We have to be resolute that God, I want to have you in my life. Holy or completely, I want to have you in my life. Because there is nothing I can be or there is nothing I can do without the power of God. But we thank God for the life of these brothers, Paul and Silas. The Bible confirmed they were saved. The Bible confirmed they were saved. They were the legs, the hand, everything was tightened together. They used their socks. But despite the fact that they did all the the Bible confirmed wonder happened. The foundation of the prison, everything shook and they were set free. They were set free. God is so merciful to the extent that the jailer wanted to kill himself. But they said, no, we are here and all other prisoners don't kill yourself. And at the end of the day, they preach and they baptize uh, the jailer. Glory be to the name of God. Another person we want to look at, I like this so much. The three Hebrews, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, let us see what happened to them. They kept their gaze upon the Lord. They focused so much upon God. To the extent that they were threatened by Nebuchadnezzar the king, they were threatened. What happened? He set up, he made a golden image, and expecting on the day of dedication, or what do they call it, dedication. They invited king, they invited governors, princes, everybody was there. And there was an order, a decree, that everybody should bow before that uh, golden image. But we have these three, the Hebrews, they refused to bow because they knew that the law that they were serving, they knew the law they were serving. And they said, no, we are not going to bow down because they know the person that they are serving is capable enough to save them. My brethren in the Lord, the king himself invited them, but they never did. Or oh, they were telling the king, shall we, shall we go into the book of, uh, let, let me quickly read some part there. Shall we quickly go into the book of Daniel, chapter 3 from 13 to 18. Daniel chapter 3. He said, Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
So they brought this man before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my God or worship the God image which I have set up? Now, if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of all the instrument there, then it say, You fall down and worship the image which I have made good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. We have no need to answer you in this matter. Can we hear that response? Very bold, very confident, because they know the Lord that they are serving. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O King. Brethren in the Lord, when we look into our life today, let us look at so many things. What do you think is posing a threat to you today? What do you think is posing a threat to you today? Is it illness in the body? Illness that you have got power, do you have got authority? What authority is even enough to heal? What is it? Is it lack? Is it poverty? What it is that poses a threat to you today? Because the Lord God Almighty Father, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the South, the Lord, the South, is still alive up to today. The Lord that appeared in that furnace when they were thrown into the fire. Three people were thrown in the fire, and even the king himself saw that these are four men walking in the fire. And the appearance of the fourth one looks like the appearance of the Son of God. Our Heavenly Father is so powerful. God is so powerful. God can deliver his own people. Whatever we may be going through, God can deliver us. Could it be illness, anything in our life that poses threat, God is capable enough to deal with it. What is it? Could it be our work? Because we have many today, including myself. We may be looking for work now, and we may even allow that work to hinder us from serving our God the way we should serve God. And we are asked, when we needed it, we prayed unto the Lord. And that answer, God granted answer to that request. All we just need to do is to prepare our mind. Serving God involves a lot of resolution. It involves a lot of determination. We need to be determined as we are serving our Heavenly Father. We need to be determined. When we look at it, God appears. When God appears in our individual life, whatever challenge we have will disappear in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even if it is illness, the apostles trust in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ today, the Lord shall visit you in Jesus' name. Whatever it is that we may be struggling with, as we are in the presence of God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the Heavenly Father shall intervene and find solution to it in the name of Jesus Christ. 
I said something earlier on. And that will be the last stage of the word of God today. How do we seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness? How do we seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness? Our pastor has already answered that question. The day pastor was quoting that first, oh, I said, Pastor, don't mention about this past. I was saying it to myself when I sat down there. And when he mentioned about Lehman, I said, I said ah, why Lehman? I wanted to mention about Lehman. Why did pastor, why is he talking about Lehman now? But I was happy, he, he didn't mention it. He was not following, he was not following the right direction that I wanted to follow. I said, oh, thank God. I don't need to start again. So, what I'm trying to say in essence is he quoted Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. I like that verse. Can we quickly display it so that I read? Joshua 1, verse 8. He said, This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in me day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in me. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good successes. The, four, the third line there sounds so simple. But you shall meditate in it day and night. But to me, it is not very simple. There is a process to meditation. Because we can only meditate on what we know. You cannot meditate on something that you do not know. And when you want to know, you've got to read. When you want to know, you've got to read. When you read, you gain understanding and the understanding that you gain enriches your knowledge. It is only when you gain that knowledge, when you have knowledge, that is when it comes to meditation. Because what do you want to meditate upon if you don't know? It is only when you know that you can meditate. So this is a challenge for everyone today, my brethren in the law, that we need to be conversant with the word of God. We need to be reading the word of God. Not just to read it, let us read it and understand. Because even the word of God says, the entrance of his word, if you allow his word to enter, the entrance of the word of God give it light, and it will definitely give understanding. Then the second part of it says, that you may observe to do according to that all that is written in it. This is the standpoint of Satan. This is the standpoint of Satan to observe, to do according to all that is written. Because definitely Satan is aware that if we can do all these things, the purpose of God will surely come to pass over our life. We shall be prosperous and we shall be successful. But this is the area where Satan is fighting many children of God today. This is an area Satan is fighting destiny of people today using three things to my understanding, using doubt, using fear, and using disobedience. If we can get rid of these three things, we won't find things difficult. Doubt, fear, and disobedience. Because when you have doubt, even the Bible says, for somebody, a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways, and it is practically difficult to receive anything from God if you are in doubt. And the same thing, if you are in doubt, fear will come in. We are at the word of God has told us that we are not given the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, 
and of a sound mind. My brethren in the Lord, the word of God has come to us today. Let us make sure we are obeying the word of God. Let us make sure we obey the word of God. It is by obeying the word of God or by observing to do according to what the Bible says. That is the only way we can be prosperous and that is the only way we can be successful. The Lord Almighty Father will help us as we are doing that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There is this song that I want us to sing together before we pray. We cannot do without you. Cannot do without. We cannot do without you. Oh Lord, we cannot do without you. Cannot do without you. Cannot do without you. Oh, I would like you to personalize it. Personalize it. I cannot do. Without you, cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. Keep our focus upon the Lord. Begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Everlasting King of Begin to pray. Let us begin to rock of ages. Again, we bless you because you are God. We thank you because you are our Heavenly Father. We thank you that once again you have spoken to us. In your world today. My Lord and my Father. And we ask for that grace. To keep our gaze upon you. To focus upon the Lord God Almighty Father. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Father in the name of God. Let this race come upon us today. In Jesus name. My Lord and my Father. As we are keeping our gaze upon you. As we are focusing upon our Heavenly Father. And my Lord and my Father, Lord Jesus, as we are seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the word of God says, and all other things shall be added unto us. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever our desires are, as we are standing in the presence of God, may the Lord grant us in the name of Jesus Christ. My Lord and my Father, every challenge, you Lord, Every challenge, O oh Lord, that may be keeping the children of God away from you, that may be making it difficult for children of God to come into the presence of God, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you intervene today in the name of Jesus Christ. My Lord and my Father, above all, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that at the end of the day, my Lord and my Father, eternity shall be a guide for every one of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord.